0: Hello and welcome back. This is episode 62 and today is July 11, 2021. The title is Self-Care is the Reason for this episode. This episode is a very special one because today I am going to share with you some of my weaknesses and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to work on them. I lost a very special person two days ago. She was my dad's sister, his rock, his most trusted confidant, and one of my biggest role models in life. She was a beautiful person, one of the most amazing, giving, selfless, and above all, one of the strongest women I have ever had the honor to know. She went through more hardship in her life than 50 people combined. But You would never know. I'm not exaggerating. Most people cannot believe her life story. She never, ever complained. She held her head up high. As a young girl, I could not understand how she could be so tough. In my mind, it seemed impossible to go through such hard things and not break. As I grew older... I could see that as tough as she was, and as tough as she seemed, underneath all that was the most gentle, fragile soul. But her drive for life was limitless. <clears throat> she was proud but humble. She was very strong but had a giant heart of gold. I had two aunts in my life growing up who exemplified true sacrifice true selflessness, and above all, real, unconditional love. One was my dad's sister, Maryam, who passed away two days ago. The other was my biological mother's sister, who was, and still is, more of a real mother to me than any biological mother ever, my biological mother ever was, or could ever be even if she tried, which she did not. <clears throat> After I heard the sad news of my Aunt Mariam's passing yesterday morning, I was first in a stoic state of shock. There were no tears, no expressed emotions, and no words. I walked around the house for about an hour, not saying anything, not even to my partner Eric. I didn't know what to say. I think being far away from my family and never being able to go back there to visit for at least the past 13 years and knowing that I can never go back was one of the reasons why I felt the way I did. I couldn't quite describe it, but I had nothing to say or express. I decided to get on my bike and go for a ride. I needed to be alone and clear my head. I needed to try to process things. At that point I told Eric about her passing. He tried to comfort me like any decent person does at times like this but it was strange because there were no tears, no emotions, nothing to comfort. I welcomed an embrace but I did not give anything back. I was almost walking while dead inside. While I was writing, all the memories started pouring into my head and my heart, remembering some of the things she did for me as a child, like making me a costume for a school function or helping me bury a pet chick that I had lost. I remember her crying with me while we buried the little bird in her backyard. I remember a private conversation she, my dad, and I had only weeks before my dad passed away. He reassured me that I could tell my aunt anything and I should trust no one else regarding certain family issues I will not get into here. After 34 miles of riding without really knowing what I was doing, where I was going, being on autopilot, I got home and sat on the porch. I wanted to talk to my cousin, her son, But I could not for some time. I didn't know what to say. As I sat here thinking, I started getting anxious about all the work I had to do. And I felt guilty for not working. I tried to do a few things, but I was not able to focus. I have trained myself, my brain, to compartmentalize so well that I usually can put something like this on the back of my mind in a box until a later time when I can take it out of the box and process it when I am all alone. I have done this so many times so it was a no-brainer I should be able to do it again. But yesterday, I just couldn't. I realized I was holding on to tough. I wasn't able to process because I needed to release that lock on my emotions and let it go. I continued to feel guilty for not being able to get on with life and work. So I stopped working and just sat there thinking, what's the matter with you? I thought to myself, where's the logical reason? You can't afford to sit here and not work. Well, the day flew by And before I knew it, it was 6 p.m. I picked up my sorry self and went to the garden to pick up some veggies for dinner. If you didn't know this about me, it is the truth. Riding my bike and spending time in my garden and cooking are my most forms of therapy. I woke up this morning and the garden was calling me. I took my cat off and off we went into the garden. Now, usually on a Sunday morning, I get up, get my coffee and sit down to write material for this podcast. Everything has to wait until I am done with this. But this morning, I just could not. I had to be out there. I spent about two hours out there getting some therapy while my poor garden got some TLC that was much needed and overdue. Next thing was I wanted to go for a ride. I felt anxious. I needed to write for the podcast and I needed to catch up on work I did not do yesterday. But I got on the bike and off I went. While riding, it hit me really hard. This is my weakness. This is my problem. This is something I need to work on. I have to practice what I preach every day. I am very good about eating extremely healthy. I am very good about exercising religiously. I am very good about taking some time for cave time for me, but that is usually riding my bike and exercising or exercising. So I accomplish two things at once. I'm generally good about making sure I get good sleep, even if I fail sometimes, but I do work at it. But what I'm really, really terrible at is true self-care. I am a real workaholic and it is really hard to stop working. True, I love what I do, but there's a downside to that. I can't quit. And I feel guilty for not working at times like yesterday. My brain was telling me something, and that was, I need a break, or you need to practice self-care. Here is the list of my weaknesses and shortcomings. I cannot relax unless it is planned ahead of time and scheduled into my daily routine. I can't shut off my brain if a client or someone is asking me a question until I get on the computer or phone and email or text them back. I feel guilty for not working all the time, or at least most of the time. I get preoccupied with some things and I start to worry about someone so much that I lose sleep. I forget that I have not taken any time off until there is a time like a holiday weekend when no one needs me or wants to do anything, to, to do anything with me. And that is when I think about catching up. I still work. I sacrifice my relationship time because I feel like I need to work. I almost never, ever have time for anything except if I carefully plan it inside the work schedule. I cannot say no if someone needs something now or has a question now. I stress about it until I respond. I'm not always kind to myself in so many ways. One example is, if I am feeling tired or going through a challenge, I always tell myself to get over it because there are others going through worse things than I am. I do not allow myself to have compassion for myself. I say to others, I am selfish and I, my health is the most important thing I possess. And that is true. But I admit that a huge part of health has to do with self-care and self-compassion and I have failed miserably in that area. I started going through all this yesterday and today when I felt awkward about taking time off to mourn my aunt. I realized that I was stoic, unable to express emotions, to cry partly because I was worrying about having to work. In the back of my mind, I was thinking, I can't start feeling because then it is hard to focus on my work. Well, my brain and my heart decided to take over this time and pretty much prevented me from compartmentalizing this time. I'm telling you all this because I want to work at this. I want to be better about this and I want to be honest with all of you and all of those people who trust me with their health every day. I have to practice better self-care in order to be better at what I do every day, in order to take care of you and be there for all of you. I started thinking about the things I have to start with. Taking at least part of the Sunday off. If you can believe it, I have not had a day off in so long I cannot remember a full day off. I realized that I need to tend my garden. There are not Many things I can say I do when I am completely disconnected from the world and able to experience true calm. Except when I leave everything behind and go in the garden. I love to ride my bike whenever I can. That is when I exercise and meditate in my way and think while I truly enjoy the outdoors at the same time. I need to allow myself the time without feeling of guilt and without worrying. And I love to cook. And lately, I find myself struggling to find enough time to do that, even on a Sunday, because there is always work. Summer is my most favorite time of year, and they are so short here in New England. I need to take time to enjoy it. Maybe my aunt's passing made me think about this more. What if? Not being morbid, But don't I always tell everyone to live life and enjoy it because life is too short? So, I decided to change three important things immediately. Number one, I want to take a break from this podcast for the summer. I need to get out in my garden instead. I will resume this podcast in late fall when I cannot be in the garden early mornings on Sundays. Number two, I will seriously not work for at least a big part of Sundays. I want to spend some time with Eric in the yard or whatever. Maybe um, something not planned or pre-scheduled. I need to chill. Number three, I will stop looking at email, phone, text, and other things every day at 7 p.m. That way, I will not feel anxious or guilty about responding. Last week, I ended the episode with a list of things for all of us to be or do for others. But I thought it is important for all of us to do some of those things for ourselves. Every once in a while, at least. So here it is. Be kind to yourself. Be generous to yourself. Be sympathetic to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be understanding towards yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be grateful to yourself. More than anything, be proud of yourself. I know I have a lot of work to do on this list, but I will start with small steps. I will not say goodbye to you for the summer, but I will not write and post new material until late fall. I will go back and select past episodes that address questions that come up all the time. I will publish them again as Playback Mondays. I hope you understand why I need to do this, and I hope you learn from my weaknesses here and rethink some of the ways you practice or not practice self-care. So... Between now and October, maybe, please send me your burning questions about health and how to get healthy and stay healthy for life. Email me at contact at drlalee.com. I will accumulate a nice list and start working on fresh material to publish in the fall. I hope I can share some good stories while I'll take myself on this new journey of self-care and self-compassion. Thank you for listening this week. And please take good care of yourself and your health this summer. And don't forget to practice self-care every day. Until this fall, to your health and happiness.